Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode of Gym Owners Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Stone. Over there's John Fairbanks. How you doing, John? I'm doing lovely, Tyler. How are you? I'm doing great. Guys, this week, we're going to talk about... I'm going to ask you guys the question. This is something we brought up a lot on the show, is the things that you're trying to fix, work on, grow, develop, <laughs> advance, sell, everything you're trying to do within your business. What are you actually doing? to move, advance those metrics? What are we trying to do to move those things forward? And it's a question, man. I ask gym owners this stuff a lot, and I tell them, I ask the question, I say, what do, you, what do you want to accomplish here? What are you looking to do? Well, I want to make this amount of money. I want to do this. I want this program to grow to this. I want this. I said, great. And have you, and, and is this, what I find is they've, they've wanted these things to happen for a long time. They've been wanting to do this. They've wanted, I, I just can't seem to get more members. I can't seem to get this. And Guys, so often when John and I start looking back through everything from your email marketing to what your advertising has been or hasn't been to their social media, what we find is what they've done is fucking nothing, mm-hmm. nothing. And so the question I always ask is, are you, are you, are you hoping that this stuff is going to get better or are you going to actually do something to make these things better? And when I start getting in that type of tone with gym owners, they get very defensive because most of them, if you're in that situation, it's like you, you just, you know, and so you're going to redirect the conversation to something else or blame it on God knows what else. But fact of the matter is, guys, are you hoping that these metrics are going to improve or are you actually going to do something decisive about it to fix it? And that's what we're going to get into today. Before we get started, go to the Gym Owners Revolution Facebook group. Links in the description there. If you want to learn more about the Gear Academy, our coaching product, what we also do for running ads, we also have the blog, lots of other stuff we can do for you here. Uh, rolling out a monthly newsletter that's going to be the real fucking deal. You want in on all of that, go to gymownersrevolution.com. Follow the Gym Owners Podcast on Instagram. Follow me at Tyler F. and Stone on Instagram. And John, how can they find you? Follow me at jbanksfl on Instagram. All right. So I was talking with some gym owners this week. We do it every week. But one of the things we're talking about is um, trying to identify where a person, where a business's growth opportunities lie. It's the first thing we try to do is kind of triage. We break down, try to figure out exactly what your next moves are, what the best moves are, where you have room for growth, right? A lot of people, it may just be as simple as a time slot. It may be, oh, I want to sell more personal training or, or you know what? I'm not making fuck all for money off of supplements. There's always things in your business that are lagging behind. And it's very easy to say, God, I, I just wish those things were going better. Wishing doesn't get you very far in business. Hoping does not get you very far in your business, especially when you're the one in charge. Okay, Because a lot of times in a lot of other real life situations, you can wish and hope all you want. And then some other grown up will come in and take care of it for you. Well, that's my- not going to work if you're the gym owner. No, and as my grandma used to say, you can wish in one hand or shit in the other. And you can see which one's going to fill up first. Yeah. And- so... One of the things that we started looking at here with, with some of the gyms that we work with in Gear Academy is what, just what programs are we looking to grow? And that's very simple, right? Of the products that you sell, which ones do you have the most room to grow? We have some like solopreneur businesses where it's essentially personal trainer. It's developed into a personal training client base and then run some group fitness. And now they have a physical location. Very common progression into gym mm-hmm. ownership. Um, and very often it's like I'm completely booked on my personal training but I really need to grow my group classes. And we start looking at things, situations like this. And very often we find you're not fucking talking about your goddamn group class at all. Yep. And, and, and guys, this, this seems like this should be really like a basic thing, but like you need to be more direct when you're talking to people on your social media. 
Your marketing can't just be about, here's our gym, our gym, 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 gym. And it can't always just be about, we talked about this, it should be about, you know, your client, who they are, their results. But one of the their desired results, the desired outcomes, where their starting point is, all their concerns, that's all great marketing. It's all great copywriting strategy. I love it. Um, but at some point, if you do have a, a time slot that's available for group fitness, say your morning class, say your 6 a.m. class is just dead. It's dropping off five, six, five, six a.m., whatever that is. What do you need to do? Start advertising for those classes. Literally say, hey, did you know that you can work out before you go to work? Don't have time after work with school and kids. and all this. Like that is it's an approach that seems if you've been playing this game, it seems obvious. And I'm telling you, a lot of people listening to this are just wondering why things aren't working, wondering why things aren't changing. And it's not doing you any goddamn good. Well, and a big thing that gets missed is that it's we may you may be doing an excellent job in one particular part of your communication strategy. So you may do a great job of having signs around your gym. You may have uh, posters or signs and you may do a good job of just talking about it generally. But the reality is, is that everyone has a preferred mode of communication that they prefer. So you're going to have folks that are they are email readers or openers or they're only on social media or they or everyone, neither or neither you're gonna have neither yeah yeah you're gonna have folks that are gonna be you're, you're typically your silver sneakers your silver fox group your 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 65 and above 60 and above group stereotypically are gonna be groups that are gonna still not be on your app and they're not going to be doing yeah. emails and they're not going to scan your QR codes. Like they're just, they're not going to do those things. So you can't just abandon that population because what they don't deserve to be able to have personal training or group yeah. classes or whatever. So you, this is where you end up tricking yourself. And this is, we talk about this a lot where it's, I, man, I feel like I talk about this a lot or I feel like I do. Okay. And then it's like, well, we looked at your Instagram account and you haven't posted anything or you haven't talked about this in two years. In fact, your business doesn't even look like it's open. And it's like, oh, well, you know, and it's, again, it's, oh, well, you know, it's just at this point, stop, don't talk anymore. Just accept it's like, ah, fuck. That is something that is a gap that I did not realize was a gap. And the problem is if we can see it, that means other people have been seeing it and they're seeing that as well. Yeah. And this can be in programs. This can be in demographics. This can be about specific class times. This can be about other accessory products you sell and just simple things that sit on your, on your value ladder. One of the things that we've been testing quite a bit here is we, we've done a lot of the marketing testing, just social media content strategies out of the MMA gyms. Cause I think, um, grappling, jujitsu, striking, I think martial arts studios, they've been growing, what was the number? It's almost 20% per year for like 10 or 15 years. Significant. Significant. So for John and I, it represents an opportunity. It's a business that we want to make sure that we figure this out uh, because I think there's a ton of growth. I think that market sits very similar to where CrossFit was in 2011, 12, 13, 14, 15, that, that, that era where things were just, just getting started. We get a lot of people in on passion projects and it's going, but we see a lot of the same issues that we saw back then um, in the functional fitness space start seeing it here. So one of the things we've been doing has been testing a lot of just content strategy to see, okay, let's just blow up our jujitsu program. 
tons of it. Let's make sure we fight very much to make sure in this marketing that we want to be approachable. We want to beginners. We're not in a place here where there's 500 people practicing jujitsu here in this community. So we need to attract new people. So it doesn't do us any good to be talking about high level jujitsu shit. Nobody gives a fuck. Right. So that clout chasing stuff is no good. It doesn't do any good. Your brilliant expertise doesn't mean anything. You need to diffuse the main concerns of somebody who is thinking about possibly joining this thing. So duplicate these principles in your fitness gym, whatever your gym is. But what we did very much was just made it look fun, made it approachable, still spoke that it was legit. But you guys don't try to do this all in one post. This is where everyone fucks up. So what we did was posted multiple times a day, really, for months now it's been two months three months probably at this pace now because we wanted to grow that program because that's the program we have the most classes it's the one we can support the most people um we've grown that program quite a bit and now we've kind of have some data coming back without spending any money on paid advertisements we've been getting between four and six new leads per week for those programs four to six leads per week so that's 20 to 30 give or take 20 25 leads a week a month now, John, what is the what is like the main thing you're going to see when you're getting pumped to be running ads, right? We're going to get you 30 leads, leads. a month or whatever. Leads, 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 leads. leads, leads, leads. leads. Mm-hmm. This is the thing is there's there are two kinds of effort. There's time, effort, and then there's just money. And and I'm not opposed to you choosing one of the two, but you better do one of the two other than sitting there and complaining about a problem that's not working out for you while you just sit there and twiddle your thumbs and hope. It's not going to fix it. It's really important too, though, for all of you that either you are playing in this leads game right now, or you're playing in the paid ads game right now, is that if you allow more than 50% of your business revenue to come in, if you allow more than that to come in through any type of paid advertising, you are building your business on a very shaky foundation and a very shaky structure. You're dependent. You are too dependent. You are going to leave yourself vulnerable. And these are things that we've all heard. You've heard horror stories of businesses going belly up and the dot-com bubble bursts and everybody's fucked and whatever it is. It's That comes from years and years of experience to where you cannot expose the business to be that drastically dependent upon Daddy Zuckerberg or Big Daddy Gates mm-hmm. or whatever those things are, those players are right. You took called out the idea that uh, Google re- removed to do no evil from their their yeah. core ethos, right? It's they remove it, don't be evil is no longer part of the thing, which opens the door to be evil, lots of evil. Which <laughs> and the last thing you need is somebody to be that's who holds the cards that your revenue. And so that's where what I really like what you, what we've been doing with those MMA gyms most specifically is that this is an area where organically to be able to take something that's so abstract as we're a place that allows you to choke people unconscious and hit people in the face. It's fun. It's attractive. And you know what? Women want to participate too. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and that was another piece. So so we talked, this was the program. Sometimes you, you do need to put focus, right? We do need to talk focus. You cannot promote everything all at once forever. It gets confusing, right? So we do, we kind of pull everything back into a holding pattern. We still talk about striking classes. We still talk about overall benefits. We still do general branding posts where it's just our logo and some cool stuff and we say some things, right? We still have group. There's still, so we still do all of the things, but we got to hit the gas hard on the one thing, right? And- 
it's as simple as you're making decisions when we're doing our copywriting is or, or, or content creation sorry is are we showing females doing this <laughs> like because because by the way go look go look through your gym go look through your gym social media go look to what whatever someone's going to find this is an exercise i always tell people to do act like you're finding your shit for the first time Put yourself in someone else's shoes. Go click through, scroll, scroll through your stuff. Check it. This is, by the way, it's a great exercise to see if your stuff works. Click, click your link tree. Click through some of your links. What if, I'm, what if they're dead? That's kind of, you're kind of going to be dead in the water and seem very unprofessional to a lot of people, right? Can you follow that process simply? You get to the point where there's some hiccups. It seems really dumb. But when you go through and you're looking at this, look through. Does your place look like it's just for fit people? And there's always a fine line. If you're a gym, like, does this just showing jack people doing jack people stuff? That's great. If you got enough jack people, you want you want to be the place where jack people go to be jacked. Wonderful. But if you're trying to attract new people, that can maybe be a little bit off-putting. And maybe, by the way, jacked people, currently jacked people, at least in Midwestern U.S., is a small demographic. <laughs> so, so that's not. It's, you're not going to be able to attract a ton of people. So, does your business look approachable to the types of people you're trying to attract? And that's very easy, as simple as finding rep representation, direct representation, or simply testimonials from someone who said, hey, I thought I was like this too, but it's not. I came here and it was, it was wonderful. But you need to start diffusing all the concerns that are going to limit, that are going to restrict somebody from taking a step closer towards whatever program it is you're trying to do. And that, again, every time I say these things, and it sounds obvious to me because we, we really sit in this world, but I can tell you, I, I, I'm looking through tons and tons. John, we've done 500 some uh, just Instagram accounts, just Instagram accounts alone, 500 some, and we've been kind of nosing through them ad nauseum, repeating, mm -hmm. trying to extract some patterns here. And Jesus Christ, guys, I just, I don't know what you fuck you're talking about, <laughs> what you're trying to promote, who you're talking to at all. And, and I know these gyms have, can I, I know for sure if I told them, what are the three things you want to do to get, to get more money, what program, whatever it is, it's, I want my kids class to get more people. I want to be able to sell more personal training and whatever. It'll be some third party thing or just general membership numbers. And when you ask, what are you doing to promote this? Well, nothing. I make one post about my kids' class when it opens up, and then that's it. John, you have an example about that, about the kids' program as well, where it's like, it's it's these people are not promoting it, and it's an issue still for the few people that are in it because it's starting to limit the program. Yeah, and, and your coaches, typically what it's important for you as a gym owner is that if you have um, stepped back just enough to be able to run the gym or you're focused somewhere else and you have – um, handed something off to either a coach, your GM, or maybe that topic specific coach. So if you have a kid's program, that's typically not typically right. Your, your power lifting coach is not going to also be your kid's coach, right? You're probably going to have another coach that does that or specializes specifically in your kid's program. And the issue that can happen is that coaches will just continue doing whatever it is that they're doing and we'll be like, well, well, you know, we just don't have the buy-in or there's no interest. And there can be a lot of excuses mm -hmm. that come out of like, well, this is why the program's not growing. Where at the end of the day, it's, again, step back and do just an assessment of what is your, because I can tell you right now, when I have a, someone that says, most specifically, this example was our kids class, we just can't get it off the ground. Our teens class is doing great, but our kids class is not. And I take a look at it. I'm like, well, you've successfully not talked about it ever. 
And then it continues to cause stress on every other family that is inside your program because you never know if it's open. And it's just, that is something that people will have goodwill for only so long. And then eventually it's like, well, like, do they have a kid's program there? Well, yeah, kind, kind of. of. <laughs> and, the answer and- is kind of, by the way, to any stuff. I know tons of gyms that do this with personal training, especially functional fitness gyms. Personal training is like an also ran with them. I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. Heaven forbid, you know, you have this pocket where you can really help people directly. It's whatever. But like when I asked Jim, do you sell this? Do you sell supplements? Kind of. Well, that means you've wasted the effort to get it set up. And now you do fuck all. You don't do anything about it. Now, the same thing with personal training. Do you sell personal training? Kind of, but okay. Do you have a kid's program? Kind of, but it's only like, if kind of is the answer, you are exactly sitting there where the reason it's kind of and not, oh yeah, it's really successful is your effort. You've sat in that pocket of hoping that it's going to work, hoping that it's going to do better instead of actually like, no, no, no. I'm, I have to build this thing. This is, John, this is a concept I want to transfer over because I've talked about this very much in gym ownership from a startup standpoint. Now, guys, if you started your gym, or you're, whatever, you got deep pockets in a school and you could just like, you know, you just could do whatever and it was easy. You could just spend all the money and have the great facility. You had a bunch of investors, whatever that is. Great. I'm happy for it. It's not the way I started mine. That's not the way a lot of the gym owners that we work with, kind of the ones we prefer to work with. It's not the ones that they started with either. Because I like somebody who came into it passionately and is trying their best, right? Mm-hmm. But in a lot of these people, frankly, even if you got a bunch of money behind you, getting your gym branded, named, built out, getting a location, getting it open, getting a facility, getting your first members, getting classes running, getting the gym existing is a starting point. We feel like it's a finish line when you're building it because it is. It's so far away. So you get all the way through there. You feel like you've accomplished something. But all you've really done is built a thing that now you must feed Mm -hmm. or else it dies. Okay. Every single program and product in your business is the same way. You cannot find, oh, cool, I got a deal with supplements or I got some apparel or I've got, yeah, we're going to, I have a guy who can maybe do some personal training. I, I I have a kid's program time slot kind of. And then we go, okay, good. Hate to break it to you. Your idea is worth fucking nothing. An idea is worth absolutely zero. You need to know that. Okay. The only thing that matters is can I carry this ball across the fucking end zone? Can you do it? Can you carry it across the line? And that's, but that's, but that's what happens. You get a kid's program. You have the idea. You had a couple parents who, by the way, this always starts. It made it very easy for you. To be like, yeah, yeah, could you do this? Yeah, yeah, why don't we? But then you just leave it there and expect the rest of the growth to be that kind of easy and automatic, and it just dies on the vine. Well, and, and the problem to to keep to our kids kids example, thinking that the problem is that the kids program is just not getting enough interest, right? The problem, oftentimes, the problem is not the problem. Right. So that Mm -hmm. problem is not that the kids class is not getting enough interest. The problem is, is that all the things that require people to have interest in a kid's program, you aren't doing, Mm -hmm. which therefore is leading to us thinking, oh, well, shit. And this makes a lot of sense in the fitness world where it's like, well, my shoulder is really fucked up. And it's like, well, yeah, but it's probably the problem isn't the fucking shoulder, at least if you're 
like worth your salt. Like it, it can be the shoulder that you fucking have a torn goddamn shit in your shoulder, but it also can be that like you're fucking lat and you have a bunch of other shit that's wrong with it that can ends up causing that problem to happen in the shoulder. And the issue oftentimes is going to be coming from these areas where it's, you think that you are doing the right things or you think you are focused on the right things. And then you are completely off base because you're getting distracted. And that's been the number one thing. If we think about for a second, like that wasn't a hyperbole, Tyler, when you said we've looked at over five, uh, 500 Instagram accounts, right? We really have dove in because we wanted to start to see the patterns that we were seeing from everything, how, how LinkedIn was used, how websites are then harnessed out of those accounts, how marketing is coming across, how community and services and products are being talked about. And we absolutely found patterns. And the, probably the biggest pattern is seeing an overwhelming similarity of everyone doing the same fucking thing. Yeah. And that was when we knew what we are seeing the clear 97% of the population doing. That's when we knew we have to be able to help our people, our gear Academy people, the people that are in our world, our gym revolution people, we have to get them to zag. Everyone's zigging in that direction. We have to get them to zag in another direction because when you look like everybody else and sound like everybody else, you, and your price is the same as everybody else. And your marketing is all about cheap or free or dollar or 99 cents or whatever. It's a, it's, it's tough to differentiate. Talk about what you are instead of what, I, I don't know. There, there's there's a lot of balls that I think get dropped as we go through, as we're going through a lot of these accounts. And I think there's a place for effort here that just, it's it's not a ton of people. I think the reason I think people kind of stall on products and services and I'm just continuing to promote them is because you have so many, right? You have five different things you want to do. And you're like, well, I just got to, am I just adding this? It's like, no, 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 no. You just need to shine the spotlight brighter on this. You need to focus on this one for a little bit. Get it moving. This was a fucking, uh, we talked about this quite a bit, but it's out of like Jocko's Extreme Ownership book thing. But one of the things is always the cover and move, cover and move, cover and move, right? Okay, well, you can do this thing and it can fucking grow your business enough to give you the space to where you can let that program run on less effort, less promotional effort. While you then go to the next thing and grow, because this thing is now producing. We run into this when we, we so we grew the jujitsu program at this MMA gym quite a bit. And we also very much grew the female population in there. Matter of fact, last week we had our first smaller class, Friday class, 50% men, 50% women, five and five. That's, and, and if you're, if you've, if you've attended martial arts gyms, that's an accomplishment. It really, really is to the where there's, there was many classes a couple of months ago that was just all dudes, you know, and that's you, you, somehow you're like, fuck, am I, are we alienating 50% of the population in our area? Are we really doing it? But somehow we're missing, we're completely dropping the ball. Meaning we, we need to make this approachable because this product is and should be for them. How, why are we missing this? Mm -hmm. Oh, we just put forth the effort. We made sure it seemed approachable. Jesus, when we, oh, by the way, when you have, females there make sure they have a good time make the effort to make them comfortable like actually make people feel like they're welcome in your gym and they'll stay make sure your marketing this marketing then covers all those bases but that in all of this process what we start you know what we started noticing our mm -hmm. kickboxing class has taken a little bit of a hit uh 
You know what? Because this is like all things, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. We have not put the same effort towards growing that kickboxing program. We have not. But again, Christ, we you've seen it. We're, we're pushing. There's a lot of promotion going out there. So we don't want to just be blasting everything all the time. But now we know we need to place extra focus next on upping that kickboxing program, especially for summer, because that's some fun stuff we can kind of get to outside. But that is a time where now we pivot and we say, okay, we can we can do the minimum. We've understand this formula. Let's grow based on referrals as opposed to external promotion. Let's really grow based on referrals and you know our our inner network of people that we have already in this group of our grappling. Exactly. And then let's pivot. And now let's put our outward effort towards growing this other program. The, the reason why I am so confident about what I'm about to say is because, Tyler, you and I have made this mistake before working with, not with gym owners specifically, but working with coaches in, our, in past lives and different companies has been this overwhelming desire or feeling that I have to create something new all the time. Mm -hmm. So this notion that it's, I need to be a constant builder instead of just an owner over my things causes you to, whether it's shiny object syndrome or whether, whatever direction you want to go, it would be so much worse for you all to say, Hey, we're the rest of the business is struggling or this class is struggling. We probably should come up with something new. And instead it's no, no, no. It's not anything that's new. We're going to take something that already exists. And we want to make it better. And it, the understanding to where to own it, to stop building, to stop feeling like you need to keep creating, that is something where it's you can find yourself chasing constantly. And you're just like a dog chasing cars. Where could it be this opportunity here? Or it could be an opportunity here where your best opportunities are sitting in your gym right now. And that's where the ability to, whether it's referrals, renewals, being able to have people continue. If you have a bunch of women that have all done a great job and have come in and are enjoying jujitsu, right? The ability to take people that have now built trust with you, the ability to then have them ascend or try something new is infinitely easier than trying to go find a whole bunch of new people or build a whole bunch of, bunch of new shit. So we have to stop trying to solve problems with new shit and being able to understand that that renewal business that you're getting that month to month over renewal, those people that are in, like you said, in your community, they're right there. They're just waiting for you to open your mouth and yeah. give them an opportunity to just walk through the door. <clears throat> and this applies to help. not just programs you're trying to fill, not just everything let's just say you realize johnny you're missing out on referrals we can you can look back if you're if you're paying attention to any metrics it matter like how many referrals have have we gotten how many people have said they were referred from an existing client you're gonna find none one two like how many this month that came in with a direct referral from somebody and if that number is low it's not because you suck at coaching or the people you have don't like you they just need to be asked to put themselves out there to tell somebody they, they really do where they need to have an offer made to them. They need to have the thing. Uh, we did something very similar. We're like, shit, we're not getting any direct referrals. We're closing people in the system and they're not identifying any current members as the reason that they came in, which is good. It means our outward marketing is working great to attract new people who are far away, who are disconnected from our current audience or from our current membership base issue though. 
we're missing the biggest opportunity is all these people we have internally. So what do we do? All you need to do is ask, but you need to ask across all platforms. Okay. And that's exactly. the thing we talked about. John mentioned earlier is that, okay, emails go out to everybody say, Hey, here's what we're doing for this referral program. We're gonna give you 20 bucks cash for everybody that signs up for a membership who mentions you by name. That's, that's what we'll do. We really appreciate you. Blah, 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 blah. Send that out via email. Send that out via text message a couple of days later. Same message, same type of thing. If you have an app, do the app. Send it into your into your group chat. Send it to group whatever chat, it is. You need to player. talk about it in class. You need to do all those things and not just the once. You probably need to just plan that we're going to make this effort a push every month, right? Let's just hit it hard for a full week every month or whatever. And the biggest issue we find with people doing outreach, say via email or any of these internal communication strategies, uh, we were talking to a gym owner the other day and it was like, well, no, I don't send any emails. I just, but I use an app. I have an app that all my members on. And then I set it up and I have them, it runs out push notifications for stuff that I think is really important. I said, oh, well, nobody gives a shit about that at all. Like nobody, like my wife can't call me and get me to answer my phone. Like you don't get to push, you're not pushing any notifications through to these people. You're innate, you're saying you're going to give them a notification, but I'm sorry if my gym has an app, that app sits unchecked. And I guarantee you, your open rates, your engagement rates, they suck. They just suck compared to everything. And even if they're okay, all of the people who are ignoring that because it's just not their preferred platform, there's a thing called app fatigue that oh, exists. Oh, it's very oh yeah. real. Name a fucking app that you have, you guys have adopted that you use regularly in the last six months. Name one that you've put on your phone that now you use regularly. I can't. Can't. And the only ones that I can identify in the last year and a half. Jesus. John, I added Voxer two and a half years ago. You forced me I to forced add it. Add it. <laughs> it's just communications, just for the business and just for our clients. So mm -hmm. we can all have it in a singular. And I resisted it very, very, very much because I just, I have been existing in this space of app fatigue very much. But this is very useful because I go to this place just for this thing. Voxer works for me. Almost no other apps. I've used, I've downloaded and used maybe one app in the last six months. And that is an app that via AI will completely extract the vocals, drums, guitar tracks from music. Got it's it. a paid app yep. and I don't use it for anything other than that very hyper specific purpose. Okay. So I don't know what kind of apps you guys think you're using whatever your communication strategy is going out there. If it is not multifaceted, it might as well not exist. Okay, this is no different than give, telling people reminders in the gym, right? Hey, reminder, guys, we've got supplements on the shelf. Reminder, we got this new program coming up next month. Hey, here's a reminder. If you're looking for nutrition coaching, get some weight down before summer, you know, talk to so-and-so at the front desk. They can get you set up with it, right? But saying that once in a class when maybe people's attention is just somewhere else, right? Or maybe they're just in busy or maybe they didn't hear you or maybe they're in a conversation with somebody else. If that's your only time that you're bringing this up, you're swinging and you're missing. And that works for everything, by the way. If you're only sending stuff via email and not having things happen in gym, via text message, also on your social media, via group chat or Facebook or whatever that's going to be, uh, you're missing the boat as well because your shit will get tabled. It'll get ignored. Nobody circles back. So, but This is 2023. Ain't nobody circling back around to any email they got from two days ago that they didn't open. It's not happening unless that determined it was urgent at that. If I didn't decide at that moment to open it, it's not getting open. 
So you need to be consistent and you need to be consistent across a bunch of different approaches or else you're going to just feel like you're yelling into the void and then you're going to sit there. There's nothing worse than hoping something's going to work and it not working. The only thing worse than that is just wondering why, <laughs> you know, and, well, and you're going to sit there and wonder. And that's where it's, it is 2023. And the, the cold hard truth that is hitting a lot of business owners right now and people are starting to feel it or see it or get um, the squirrely or antsy because you're starting to sense that something is different is whatever's been working in the last two to three years within the, the fitness industry over the next 18 months, everybody that was winning because of those tactics and those things that they started to deploy and do over the last two to three years, those folks are not going, they're going to be losing in the next 18 months. Mm -hmm. You, yeah. you have the people, society, everything has evolved. And yet you and I are continuing to look at our competition within what we do with gym owners. And we are looking at gym owners in general. And we are seeing a bunch of people that are still doing the same old shit from 2017, 18 and 2019. It hasn't changed. And you all feel that. And you might be guilty of it right now. And this is what motivated us to be able to get the gym owners revolution together and do something to give gym owners a place where it's, there's only two things that are going to kill your business, right? It's either going to be the problems that you don't see coming or the problems that you do see coming, but you don't fix them fast enough. And the only way that you know how to do either of those things or to get a competitive edge on everyone else that's around you is to have a solid network of people that either that you trust and that you have done these things before. And that's what we just saw. It was a massive gap, a massive void in the industry of people that were trustworthy because the industry is full. And I've called it out before, like is of the shake weight, ab burner 3000 type hyperbolic bullshit that's out there. And right now it's, even if you pride yourself at not being guilty of those things, you still are unsure of what to do. So you know that you, it, this is a craft and it is your passion and you want to help people, but yet you still end up finding yourself allowing software companies to give you emails and swipe files and downloadables and all this other shit, just to copy and paste and put into your system. So while you view yourself as somebody that's really radically different in the industry, in your community. And yet when it comes to the marketing or comes to how you run your business, you're just as guilty because you're falling into those same traps that haven't changed in five or six years. Yeah. And I, by the way, software is a great solution for a lot of things. Software is not a great solution for your sales. <laughs> software is not a great solution it's not a one-stop shop. So it's a big thing I see all the time. Well, let's pivot to this new fucking backend, new account management system. We need a new CRM. We knew all this stuff. Um, it's like, well, what the fuck are you doing? That's where your needs lie. Those are always questions. Like you're 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 leaking money. Your programs are undersold. You have all these things that you're failing to fill. You want to pivot? Like it's probably because I'm not on push press whatever it's like get the fuck out of here with this and so one of the things though we talk about i want you guys to start looking outwardly or looking externally at things outside of your own outside of the fitness industry and john you, you mentioned on a uh, instagram reel a while back about 
one of the things that companies like McDonald's do, what do they do when they have a promotion? Okay. McDonald's is going to have the Super Bowl fucking whatever, $2, 20 piece McNugget, right? How do they promote that? Does McDonald's make one Facebook post and then just sit around? No. McDonald's has text. They have, it's multifaceted. They have people on a text list that had signed up through the app. They have the app. They also have the email list. They have TV. They have newspaper. They have magazines. They have all the shit. They also have billboards signage on the street. They got billboards. Yeah. Um, they got signage in front of the building. If there is a promotion at McDonald's and you don't fucking know what it is, you will find out by the time you get there. There is no way that you're entering the drive through getting there and not knowing. Right. You're going to be if you're a customer of theirs, you're going to know that it's fucking filet of fish Friday, bro. Why? Because they fucking talk about it a lot. And I. God damn it. It seems every time I'm re-saying this, it seems really obvious. But 500 fucking accounts later and talking to so many gym owners, I can't. I'm just having a hard time selling personal training. Well, you haven't mentioned anything about personal training. You've talked about your gym. You've just seemed to post pictures of people exercising. You haven't talked about personal training. You haven't showed testimonials from someone mentioning your personal training. You haven't posted videos or pictures of you personally training anybody. You haven't put the words personal training on a fucking picture at all. No infographics, no anything. You haven't announced that you have prices for personal training or packages available for personal training. Nothing. It just sits. It's a fucking problem. And you're the problem. Hate to break it to you. It's a lack of effort. It's just, it's just sitting. You're just sitting there wondering. This is not any different when you have a weight loss client who goes, I just, I need to do something. The per guys, there's nothing more frustrating to me as a coach than someone waiting to start. Sad about the fact that they're in a situation and sad that they need to do this. Okay, well, let's just let's go. You want to do it or you want to, what? And they don't. They just want to talk about it. They just want to live in it. They just want to wallow in it. You can't be that way with your business. You just can't. It works in fitness because, or that it's it's common in fitness because it's human nature. It's a trait. There's a lot of weird mental illness and shit that goes on with someone being obese, lazy, hurt, out of shape. There's a lot of psychology that goes into this. But you're not fucking running a goddamn human body here, okay? Just run your business. Just do it. It's it's just not that hard. And, and if it is, if it is an insurmountable task and it's so much that you don't know what you're doing, this is why we are opening up, right? We're opening up so many spots every single month where we are going to sit down with gym owners, with their accounts and say, yeah, we're, we're, we promise to only be kind of rude to you face. Yeah, we won't clown on you, by the way. But the reality is that the whole goal, the truthfully, the goal is, is we want to be able to sit down and say, listen, this is something that you can handle. We are 100% confident in all these things that we do because this is what we do. And we never deviate too far from our lane, right? We stay right in our pocket, unlike people that make software and then immediately all of a sudden become mentors and consultants and whatever because they yeah. happen to have data from the last three years. And now all of a sudden they know everything what they're talking about. It's we'll just sit with you. And most importantly, just give you, hey, this is what you go and do. And then you go and do that because the world is changing. It cannot just be audacious, flashy shit where it's going to be, well, if you fix this on Instagram, you are going to make $20,000 a month. And don't you want to be a gym that can make $75,000 a month? Download yeah. this thing and it will help you be that. 
That's a crash diet for your lead generation strategy is what that shit is, man. It's just it'll work until it doesn't and you're fucked. Your reputation shit. You can't scale from there. You can't maintain it. You wouldn't sell that shit to your clients is why we don't sell that shit to you. You got to improve. I got a client comes and wants to lose weight. What are we going to do? All right, man, you got to fix all these things. You have to create an ecosystem where your skill set, your habits, your all of these things that you're executing on on a daily basis now lean towards success in the realms which we are identifying that we want to succeed at, right? It works with weight loss. It's going to work exactly with your business. And John, we're going to do these for you, for you guys out there, and it's going to be free. But there's very limited spots available. We're going to do it every Friday. So if you want in on that, uh, we'll put that link in this. Uh, send me that link. I'll put it in the episode descriptions here. Yep. It's also in um, the link tree on the Gym Owners Podcast. Yeah. So, but that... John and I are not fucking super brilliant dudes. Let's be real. Like, it's not like, it's not like we see it. And we're like, God, I, I figured this out because I'm so smart. We've just seen enough of it to know that like the path, the things that you're missing are easy to identify usually because there's so many patterns in there. So when we go through this stuff, guys, if John and I can identify kind of where you're missing or where you're misaligned, especially compared to the things you're trying to accomplish, that gap. We can identify that in seconds from scrolling through your thing, which means it's not that hard for you to remedy. It really isn't. It's not this thing where you have to be a wizard to sort it all out. You just go, okay, let me just start checking these boxes deliberately. Let me learn about a few of these things and just frame your tactics a little bit better. That's all it is. Just frame your strategy to the point where, oh yeah. Like if you say out loud the things you're trying to do, and then you say out loud the things that you're doing to do those things, to make those things happen. It all seems to make a lot of sense. And if those two, if, if you say thing A and thing B, it doesn't work, it's very easy to go. Like, you, I want to lose 20 pounds. What are you trying to do to lose that 20 pounds? Nothing. I'm not doing anything. I'm talking to you, but not going to do, I, I'm not exercising. I said, what did you eat yesterday? Well, Okay. That becomes very odd, but th that moment, that single moment, that's the moment where you can overcome and go, oh, it's very easy. Let me just start doing these things. Okay, your business isn't isn't all that different from that that approach. It really isn't. No, no, it needs to be small, intimate, customized levels of service. Yeah. You know that's what your nutrition clients or your high-end personal training clients and your body transformation clients, you know that that's what they require. Could you imagine just trying now? There's ways to be able to streamline those things as a gym owner to help people and different types of people with different types of goals, et cetera. But at the end of the day, you need FaceTime. That's customized FaceTime to help those people feel accounted for and be able to be successful. And it's exactly what your business needs. Yeah. And you know what it feels like if it's anything that's different than that. Another thing that I would challenge to any of the gym owners that are listening is if you've outsourced your social media. If you've outsourced it and give it to a, a digital marketer or you have given it to somebody to create the content for you or you've outsourced it to a coach, you think they're doing a pretty bang up job, please, please come see us. We'll have, yeah. I will, because at the end of the day, you may have that nagging feeling in the back of your head, which is, well, is this, I, I like, I like what I'm seeing. I like what they're doing. And it's, do you want to, this is what we do with our people in our, our highest level programs. 
And this is where we will sit down with you and give you peace of mind that everything's going great or help you rub, right? The rose colored glasses and get them off your eyes and say, Hey, no, listen, this is a problem because ultimately you only going to come to us because you're saying, well, this isn't doing what I wish it was. I wish it was more. And that's where we want to be able to give you actual simple, actionable steps that you can take and immediately start to implement as soon as that we're done working with you and talking with you for those short minutes. Yeah. And this thing is so that you can know what should be done. This is against the issue when it comes to handing off your social media, handing off these things to staff, to external, external contractors, to just a coach to do it for you is you don't know what you want. You don't really, you're, and nor are you holding them accountable to what you want or you, nor are you holding them accountable to the outcome. So we want to teach you to know kind of what you should be doing, what the outcomes should be, so that you can go back and just start to build a process that gradually self-corrects over time to the point where things are working for you. That's it. So if you want in on those, we're going to do those. We're going to help you with kind of an IG, Instagram. We're going to do it on Instagram, kind of on your Instagram accounts. Um, We're also going to do the one assumption on all of those things is going to make sure all of this stuff is also going out on your Facebook. Um, That is a piece that, like, I'll tell you what, that's the easiest lowest hanging fruit for you as much as i think facebook is one of the most uninteresting platforms right now for sure to be on like as a person uh, it's just has more novel reach in my opinion than instagram because nobody's going to simply click share and share it to their profile and go to anything else so your ability to get secondary reach from instagram not great but it's a place that people check in and it's important so if i find your business i'm going to check the instagram especially if it's fitness it's personality based and anything like that like i want to see what's going on so but i may not get my first impression from there maybe from facebook so lowest hanging fruit for your stuff is anything that you put on instagram should also be on facebook it just it should you can make separate content for each is whatever but like for you to get you're a brick and mortar Meaning you need people in your area to find it. And there's just going to be a lot of people, especially in the fitness space. There's going to be a lot of people that may not be on Instagram, may not be that interested in Instagram, who can still do good business with you. So I got to find you somehow. Again, multifaceted for everything. So you want in on that? Link's going to be in our description here. I got to get going, guys. I got to go coach. So we'll see you guys here uh, next week. Thanks a lot for listening. Go to at the Gym Owners Podcast on Instagram. Give us, give us a follow. Um, in that link tree, you'll find uh, the... Just pick your spot. We're running them every Friday. So if you can't make this Friday, check the next one, the next one, the next one. Just book your appointment. Uh, you won't regret it for sure. It's, it's the most valuable thing we've ever decided to give away for free. And we probably won't do this forever. So for now. Yeah. 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 That's true. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Get in it. Get in it before it gets expensive. Uh, thanks a lot for listening. Follow me at Tyler F. and Stone. Follow John at J. Banks FL. Go to gymownersrevolution.com. Uh, Get in the Facebook group as well. Links in the description. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next week.